Hello and welcome to Kyrinos Finsight, the podcast that explores some of the most pressing topics for financial services. Insights that help you navigate today and anticipate tomorrow. Hello and welcome to a bonus Finsights podcast where we dig into the implications of breaking news in financial services. Faced with a turbulent market and stubborn inflation above the 2% target rate, the Fed increased the target Fed funds rate by another 25 basis points to a range of 5 to 5.25%. Here today to discuss the implications for the banking industry is Brian Snyder, who is Manager of Small Business Lending here at Curanos. Brian, let's dive right in. Um, after the 10th rate increase, the Fed funds rates is now at a 16-year high. There also seems to be signals that there could be a pause after this increase. How, how will this all impact consumers? Hey, thanks, Rucker. Well, the first thing is, you know, consumers are going to see a, an immediate increase in their variable rate debt. So existing home equity line of credit balances, credit card balances, or any other variable rate loans that are tied to prime, those are going to be the first to see an increase. Consumers that are looking to, you know, maybe take out an auto loan or new home equity loan or other short-term loan, they will see an increase as well, but it may take a couple weeks for lenders to uh, to catch up to that. With the Fed, Signaling a pause, we're, we're hoping that these rates will stabilize in the coming months, which could come as some relief to our consumers that are carrying high levels of variable rate debt. So uh, I saw a study recently, you know, Americans currently carrying almost a trillion dollars in credit card debt alone, which is huge if you consider that we've seen, you know, 5% interest rate rise in the past little over a year. So this is like the fastest rate in history that we've seen that go up. On the flip side, though, um, for savers, you know, rising rates tend to be a good thing. So combination of rates rising and, and inflation starting to, to tip down a bit, you know, this is a great situation for savers. Saving rates aren't directly tied to the Fed funds rate, but there is a correlation that we see there as banks are starting to offer higher deposits to retain and, and attract new deposits to banks. So I saw some of the, the top offerings out there are over 4% now. Now on a high yield savings, which if you look back a year, that was unheard of. Yeah. So for people that are saving money, this is this is good news. But for people that are carrying variable debt, it's going to get more expensive for them. But maybe maybe the, the pause might be the light of the end of the tunnel, or at least not a further increase. So we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. I think Chair Powell wasn't giving us any guarantees on pausing. He was, I think, saying that he would just take it from meeting to meeting. Now, can you talk a little bit about how this increase is impacting small business banking customers? Yeah, absolutely. So small businesses, they're certainly not immune from the rising rate environment. I did want to shout out, this is National Small Business Week. So countries taking taking a pause or taking some time to celebrate the backbone of our economy. Small businesses, they make up 99.9% of all firms in the US. There's currently 33.2 million small businesses operating across the country. And just taking a look at the, the overall optimism, it's been tough. It's It's been a struggle. First, we had the pandemic businesses had to deal with and thankful for the PPP and the other stimulus that was there to kind of keep the doors open and keep things moving. But now that that's kind of in the rearview mirror and, you know, there's there's still a lot of challenges that businesses are are trying to work through. Some of the top challenges are inflation still, even though inflation is ticking down, it's still the top concern of small businesses, according to the NFIB survey. Job openings, interest rates, and, and the overall broader economic conditions are also weighing, you know, heavily on business owners. But taking a look at our benchmarking data, 
We've seen average rates increase about 400 basis points from the beginning of last year. You know, so this is clearly making borrowing more expensive for businesses, but they're still sh showing demand and they're still showing a need to borrow. This year, we're seeing loan unit application demand higher than it was in 2022. So that's pointing to the fact that there's more need out there. There's more businesses out there that need capital to, to meet payroll demands, to, to meet rising supply costs and, and you know, just to keep the lights on for their business and for their families. Where we're seeing the bulk of the demand is in the unsecured space. So smaller unsecured loans and lines of credits continue to be a driver for demand. And I think the reason here is, you know, they offer quick decisioning and quick access to funding. A lot of times business owners, they, they, they do banking because they have to, but it's not what they want to do. So banks and fintechs that are able to put time back in their day and, and give them time to do what they need to do and, and to run their business is really where th those are the, the lenders that are going to win at the end of the day. So it's a, it's a little bit of a, a double-edged sword, right? Like the, the Fed is trying to get this inflation under control, which is hurting small businesses. But by doing that, they're raising the rates, which makes it more expensive for them to borrow money, right? So that's that's a little bit of a two-sided challenge for, for small businesses. They're also still seeing high increases in the cost of labor, right? And that's, I think, another challenge for them. You're seeing mostly smaller smaller loan sizes that small businesses are, are lending for. Do you think they're holding off on making bigger investments. And that's that's why we're not seeing the larger ticket sizes. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point, Rucker. If we take a look at like commercial real estate lending, it's definitely been a drop off in demand in that space, you know, over the past several months. So I would agree. I mean, if you take combine that with higher borrowing expenses, I think there just tends to be more caution to large expansions and large taking on large amounts of debt, just because the carrying cost of that debt is so much higher than what they've been used to over the past several years. Yeah. And maybe there's just some rational thinking also that if there is a pause and maybe even a reduction in rates in the future, it might pay off to wait and maybe lock in a, a, a lower fixed rate later. Exactly. Now, there, there's concerns that with the rising rates and the possibility of a recession, that lenders are further tightening their underwriting criteria. This was also something that I think came up from Erda, the, the press conference with Chairman Powell. He was saying that similar to what they've been seeing before, there's tightening in the, the lending that's being done to consumers, but also to small businesses. What, what are you seeing in the data? Absolutely. And, and that's definitely been the, the talk is the, the tightening in the credit markets is going to do some of the lifting that the Fed may not need to do. So we're, we're definitely seeing some of that start to play out in our data set. Demand, unit demand's up this year, as I mentioned before, but an overall decline in application to book ratios is what we're seeing. It's one of the metrics that we track, and that's really across all FICO bands. So that would point to that, you know, although there is demand there, we are seeing some of our lenders starting to tighten up that credit box some. In addition to that, you know, just taking a look at some of the market research and what the industry is saying, I talked about the NFIB report a few minutes ago, but one of the things that was pointed out in that report is net 9% of business owners said that their last loan was harder to get than the previous. So that's telling us that it's it's not just our 
consortium participants, but it's really across the board. We're seeing that at, at, at a greater level. So businesses are starting to look at other sources to fund their capital needs. So that could be personal savings, credit cards, home equity loans, and lines of credit. Those are all other avenues that business owners will typically tap into when they can't get access to that traditional bank financing. I think it's too soon to tell kind of where we go from here. Uh, obviously, the the recent bank failures that we've seen over the past month or so will probably have some effect, but still probably too soon to tell, you know, if that points to further tightening or, or we've seen the worst of that at this point. Well, that's great. Thank you, Brian, for uh, jumping on and quickly responding to the FOMC decision to raise the rates by 25 basis points. So thank you very much uh, for being on the podcast. It's my pleasure. As always, thank you to our Kiranos Finsights team, editing and production by our senior designer, Adrian Cohen, project management by our marketing communications manager, Megan Brissett. Music is by Vision Studios. I'm your host, Rutger Van Fassen. You can find more insights at curanos.com. Please subscribe and like wherever you listen to podcasts.